0: Um. Hey,
1: security peeps. We are live again with another edition of Breaking into Cybersecurity. We are here. This is a special edition here with two phenomenal people, as we usually are. Um, I am Renee Small. I am a cybersecurity super recruiter who helps awesome cybersecurity professionals get into opportunities and wonderful leaders hire awesome professionals. My podcast co-host, Chris... Say hi hey to everyone. Hey, Chris. And our awesome, awesome, awesome guest for today, Jason Blanchard. Say hi to everyone, Jason.
0: Hey everybody. Thanks for and being here today.
1: I'm super excited. We we've been trying to make this happen for a couple, like a couple months, I think now. Yeah. I um, think so. So Jason is the content community director over at Black Hills Cyber, Cybersecurity. So Jason, I was just saying that. I love that title. Tell us what you do. Jason's been doing some awesome, awesome stuff in regards to get it, helping people get jobs. So tell us what you do. Um, how did you get into this crazy space? And um, tell us about what you've been doing to help people get jobs.
0: Uh, so... Uh, let's see i'm the content community director at black hills and part of my job is to create content and foster community like that's what i was hired to do and let me just double check you can still hear me because i did something to my laptop yeah,
2: we can, we can hear, you. hear you yeah i was
0: trying to get that ding to go away in the background um <laughs> we can hear you. so um back like a long time ago i was a teacher at a film school and by being a teacher at this film school part of my class was helping people create content but it was the very last class of the program. So imagine being in school for two years, you've gone through every single class, you wanna be a filmmaker, and then you get to my class and we talk about, how to create content from scratch. But at the end of my class, you graduate. So you transition from being a student to now a professional. And most of the college students had no idea what to do about that. And so our class evolved to not only creating content, but how to get started, how to find jobs. So back a long time ago, I started teaching people how to network, how to find, you know, work, how to use social media, how to do all these things. And I didn't know what I was doing at the time, but it was open source intelligence gathering. Like it was, I was doing OSINT uh, and I was hacking like the, I was using a hacker mindset to find work. And I didn't even know it. Like, I, you know, I wasn't part of information security. I was in filmmaking and film school, but I would teach students. I was like, here's how to use the credits from a movie to find out who that person was. And then here's how to use IMDB pro to find that person's contact information. (laughs) And then here's how to like use their email address. And like, well, if that email address is like that, then maybe another email address for the other person is like this. So maybe you can email the producer. Uh, And all of a sudden my students were finding work. Like the students back in in film school were finding work. And then, um, and then they would write me back and they're like, Oh, I got this job and I got this job. And I was like, yes. (laughs) <laughs> um, and then when I got into cybersecurity and people taught me like about OSINT and hacking and social engineering, I was like, wait a second, really
2: doing <laughs> <laughs> what if you just take
0: this stuff and apply it to job hunting? And like, I gave this talk at DerbyCon a couple years ago on how to social engineer your way into your dream job. And uh, I remember in the description, I was like, are you unhappy with your job are you unemployed or like are you looking for something like are you looking for a dream job and it was standing room only in this room and I was like <laughs> well apparently this is a, a needed topic the
2: thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: and um so I gave that talk and then uh, over the years I think it's at almost 20,000 views and people would write me and send me messages and say you know like hey I found a job and I think it was um my wife and I were talking on Valentine's Day. We went out to dinner, and she's like, why don't you write a book? And I was like, because I don't like to write. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, yeah. no, that's true. You do suck at that. And I was like, oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: she's like, but you like to talk. And I was like, oh, of course I like to talk. And she's like, well, why don't you do like a live stream or something? So long story short, we do a live stream twice a week, uh, Tuesday nights from 7 to 9 p.m. and Fridays from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern time. And it's all in job hunting and it's using uh, open source intelligence gathering a hacker mindset and marketing technology because I understand marketing technology because I, I do that but it's like how to combine those three things together to get the job that you're looking for and that's what we do
3: Wow um, what are what are some of the main takeaways that that you would want to share with with the viewers so, of this this podcast
2: yeah
0: so I would say the main I'm going to give three main takeaways. So the first main takeaway is have a list of what you're looking for before you start hunting. um, And and what, what I mean by that is if a job has a set of requirements for what they want from people, I think people should have a set of requirements of what they want from a company. And Absolutely. and you talk to so many people that are like, well, I just sent out my resumes. This is the one that responded back to me, so I took the job, and I've been unhappy for the last five years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well,
0: yeah, it's like they keep paying me, but I hate it. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> so apparently you don't value money as high as other things. And so, um, it, is mission important to you? Is time off important to you? Is work-life balance important to you? Is remote important to you? is 25% travel instead of 75% travel important to you is a, uh, someone mentioned this the other day in a live stream. And I was like, yes, they wanted an organization that wasn't a get by and compliance organization. They wanted an organization that actually took security seriously. So that was on their list of what they were looking for. And and what happens is when you have your list and when you're in an interview and they say, what do you have any questions? Like, as a matter of fact, I do what's work-life balance like here? <laughs> and they're like, oh, ah, well, you know, uh, and you can tell. And it's like, how valued is the mission? are like, well, I've never actually had that question. Like, so you have a list of your questions. And just like, you know, what we've learned is that human beings, when they see a job post, their imposter syndrome kicks in. And they'll see a list of like 17 things that an organization wants. And they go like, Well, I only know how to do three of those, so I shouldn't apply. I was like, Nah, like if you know how to do three of those and this is a place you want to work, then apply. Because just like an organization may not cover all 17 of your things that you want, they might only hit like four or five, but you're like, Those four or five are really important, so that's what I care about the most. And when you're applying, you're not a unicorn like that's what job posts are they're like, We want this unicorn. Like, unless you're (laughs) the unicorn, don't apply. That's not the case. So, uh, so the first takeaway is make a list of what you want. Okay. And uh, as you're, as you're hunting, you're like, oh yeah, this place looks like it hits a bunch. Uh, uh, Do you have any questions on that before I keep ramming? Well,
1: I wanted to make a, I wanted to just double down on the part that you talked about with the job description. And well, I think that's, I mean, it's perfect what you just said you know, having that list, being able to ask those questions. The questions come from the list. <laughs> you don't have to mm-hmm. think up, drum up new questions every time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, makes your life easier. Talk about a hack. And then when it comes to the job descriptions, It was so funny. We were talking about this just, I think, last Friday about the unicorn job descriptions, unicorns and elves, right? Somebody brought that up to me. They were like, by the way, I watched the unicorns and elves (laughs) live stream, and I cracked up. It's so funny because I think people seem to forget, and and Chris made an awesome point about that last week, or yeah, last week, about how when job descriptions are created, a lot of times it's a manager that it's a person that's grown in a role over years, you yeah. know, they came in with one skill set, then they piled in extra, oh, you know, they did this and this and this, and they picked up these skills over the years. So they're like, oh, I want another Chris. It's like, well, Chris has been here for five years. Mm-hmm. Like, he came in as this. He's leaving as this other thing, and you're right. trying to get that. And so to your point, when you see three things on there and you're like, I'm not qualified, don't discount what you already bring to the table. So I just wanted to double down on that because yes. it's so, so, so true um, what, you, what you said
0: Yeah. Uh, Second point is build your resume while you're hunting. And what that means is uh, I, I hate a blank page. I'm a creative person. And you're like, Jason, uh," this just happened at a previous organization. you are like, can you make this thing by Friday? And I was like, no, no, (laughs) I'm I'm probably gonna have to think about it for like the next three weeks. And then write some ideas down, hate those ideas. Uh, scribble that out, start drawing something over here, completely hate that. And then eventually three weeks from now, I will show you the thing that I'm happy with. Uh, And so I hate a blank sheet of paper. So I had to create, uh, I had these little things for where I would write the words, hook, beginning, middle, climax, and end. Like I just write those on a blank sheet of paper and I'm like, okay, here's a place to start. And I fill in those gaps whenever I'm writing or doing something. So when I say I hate a blank sheet of paper, I think most people, start their resume with a blank sheet of paper. And as they're looking at the blank sheet of paper, they're like, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: so, um, right, What do I put? Like they started like, well, I remember seven years ago I knew how to, <laughs> and people just start writing on this blank sheet of paper. Like what do they do? So what I, I recommend is people job, uh, you build your resume while you job hunt. And what it looks like, is as you're job hunting and you put in the title that you're looking for, you're like information security specialist. Every time you come across an information security specialist job and you're looking through the, you know the, the description, the requirements of things, you're like, oh, I know how to do that. We'll copy that and then paste it to what we call a catch-all document. And the catch-all document is like, I have that skill and I have that skill and I have that skill and I have that skill. And in the, even in the about section, like we're looking for a person that's like this. You're like, I'm like that. So you can take that and then rewrite it to be, it's you. So instead of just looking at a blank sheet of paper and then trying to figure out all things, start job hunting. And as you start job hunting, you start seeing all the things that people are looking for. And you're like, I know how to do that. 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 And then you can start filling and flushing out your at your actual resume by job hunting, so.
3: Yes, some of the other
0: things um, similar to
3: that is just think about what you do. Um, what do you do on a day-to-day basis? Write that down, mm-hmm. um, use that as a master list of all the skills and things that you do. And then you can pull from that when you're ready to roles that meet those that are looking for those skills and capabilities.
0: Yeah, yeah, because uh so i'll do linkedin profile reviews with people a couple times a week and they're like well you know we're checking my linkedin profile I'm sure sure and we'll look at the about section and in the about section i was encouraged the first sentence is the core of who you are like no matter where you go you're going to be the same person so what is it at your core and someone the other day had the best opening sentence She said, I'm fantastic in the middle of a crisis, but I'm even better at preventing one. Nice.
2: Awesome. And I was like, that's so good.
0: (laughs) Um, Yeah, because no matter where you go, like there's going to be like that at my core is who I am. And I was like, that's such a good, you know, uh, opening sentence. So uh, I always tell people like when someone gives you money, what do you convert it into? Like I and so she decided I convert it. You know I'm you know I'm great in the middle of a crisis, but I'm even better at preventing one. That's what she converts money into. Um, but that's a part of the job hunt. And so if you're job hunting, job hunt for your current title and look at what people value. Uh, and so sometimes during those LinkedIn profile reviews, you'll see someone has like three bullet points and you're like, this is what I do, and you're like, is that all you do?
2: Is <laughs> it? Uh,
0: and so when they job hunt their own job title, they'll see like all these requirements, and like, oh, I know that, and I know that, and I know that, and I know that, and all of a sudden they're like, wait, I actually know a lot more than I actually think I do. So,
1: it's such a good point. I mean, you you spelled out with the job hunting or creating your resume while you job hunt. About ten years ago, I used to have this cor- course called Resume in Reverse it's mm-hmm. the exact same concept that's awesome like literally you know because especially when you're dealing with students especially you know people the the transitioners too they might not really fully see where their skills transition and especially with students i would tell them all the time we just had i was in the women's society of uh cyber conference last saturday and we did we did like a resume hack and mm-hmm. it was exactly to that point like you know you have um, you know look look at the job descriptions don't think don't overthink it go mm-hmm. to the job descriptions and every if you keep seeing the same a if you have it too, I like your point of just putting in put it in a working document mm-hmm. but in addition to that, Especially if you start seeing the same thing over and over and over again, you really want to highlight, you know, you really want to draw attention because that's something that multiple companies are looking for Mm -hmm. um, in this particular skill in this particular um, type of role. So such really good points when it comes to that um, and looking at and job on your own job. I love that. (laughs) I love it. Like, look at what you're doing to see, oh, this is not only looking at jobs for the future for what Mm -hmm. you want to go into, but what you're doing right now so that you can juice up your resume even more. So I love that.
0: Yeah, I, I did a job hunt for, you know, if you were to actually say, you know, the type of I I'm the content community director. But if you were to like, well, what's that mean in marketing? It's content community or it's content strategist. And so when I did a job hunt for content strategists, I was like, oh, yeah, yep, 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 like, that <laughs> is what I do. That's, uh, yeah. And so if I wanted to build out my own resume, that's what I would hunt for, It's content right. strategist. And then uh, the last point I want to talk about, and then we can dive into if you want or have more time, is find an internal advocate at the organization you want to work for. And that's where the OSINT comes in. That's where the open source intelligence gathering happens. And what that looks like is uh, so. Let's say you're on LinkedIn, you find a job post, you take a look at all the things, you meet five or six out of the requirements, you tailor a resume to that specific job, and then it says the recruiter who posted it, and you're like, "Well, hello, magical job fairy. It's very nice to meet you." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and then you look at that person and you're like, "Well, let me see if I can send a message." Like, and there are so many recruiters where if you click on the message feature on LinkedIn. It just pops up and says, "Yeah, you can send a message. It's free. It's not an email. It's not anything." And you're like, "Okay." Uh, and what I like to encourage people to do is that when you go to a job post on LinkedIn or something and it says fourteen applicants, you're like, "All right." So I do not want to be applicant fifteen. I want to be a human being who's also applying with fourteen other people. Mm-hmm. And what that means is by reaching out and introducing yourself or asking for an informal interview or just saying, I am a person who's also applying for this. I just wanted to introduce myself real quick. That all of a sudden, when uh, that person's flipping through the other 15 resumes, they see a name that they recognize, where they had a small conversation with somebody. And all of a sudden, you hopefully go to the top of the pile um, by the way that you introduced yourself and by standing out. Um, because I hate being applicant number 15. Like, that's not a thing. <laughs> Uh, at, at the last job that I worked at it was a Craigslist posting and it was a you know first name last first initial last name with the email address and I was like, well let me go to that organization's website uh, and then I found their LinkedIn and then I found that person and then I just reached out and I was like hi, I just want to let you know I'm thinking about applying Like it wasn't that I applied yet I was like I'm thinking about applying I want to see if this would be a right fit for me before I even apply And the person was like, okay, like you haven't been applied yet. And I was like, no, I just want to make sure that I'm not wasting your time. You're not, um, and that I'm not wasting my own by applying for something. That's just not a right fit. But what I was really doing was introducing myself. Mm -hmm. So that way that I wasn't just another applicant. I was a human being. And so I encourage people to find two internal advocates. You find someone that works in the actual department that you plan to work in. If you can do that through LinkedIn by filtering down and, and finding, if, if there's enough information to do that and then reach out to someone who's going to be doing the actual technical work and then to find someone that's a recruiter that may be handling that actual position. So that way you're covering both bases of here's someone that might be working in that department that I can introduce myself to and the recruiter that I can potentially find more information out from about how to apply or at least get past the first initial uh, part to get to an interview.
3: Do you also recommend that they, the, the person that's doing that role um, to informally interview them um, for culture and fit and yeah. uh, all those items that were on your list yeah. um, to make sure that they, they really do check them off before you talk to the manager that might be inclined to positively sway all those things, whereas yeah. um, some a peer might be more honest with you?
0: Yeah. We talk, uh, in a, if you are able to get an informal interview with a recruiter or with someone that works in that department and that's a 10 to 15 minute, you know, request like, Hey, can we talk? I just want to talk. And in that first couple of minutes you introduce yourself. And then after that, you start asking the questions that are on your list. You're like, you know, what's it like to work there? What's it like for this? What's the culture of inclusion? What is this? What is your mission? Like, what is, um, and it, it, if you're willing to, I normally ask, what's three things that you love about your position and what's one thing you, that you would change? And that one thing that you would change is where you you really learn more about that culture and organization. Uh, but some people won't be willing to share that information on a very first conversation if they don't know you. Um, but if you can work it in there. So.
3: Social engineering.
1: I love it. I love it. I think I'm going to be on your, I'm going to be watching, (laughs) be on those podcasts later on those live streams asking questions. So I just want to shout out a couple people because people tend to come back over and over and over again. And we love Mm. it. So George says it's always great to stand out with your strongest attribute. Everyone likes someone who can prevent a crisis. When you talked about that lady's um, topic. Um, You know, Jermaine is here. Hey, Jermaine. Just talked to him the other day. Mm -hmm. Um, Andre says, thanks for the unicorn discussion. That was a fun one. Uh, Michael said, good morning. George is here. He said, good morning. So hey, everyone that's here, thank you so much for joining. Please ask your questions um, to Jason. He is amazing at this. and he is getting a ton of people are getting job opportunities. But before we jump mm-hmm. into that, Jason, quick question for you: mm-hmm. um, How does one? So you you made the point about the recruiter and reaching out to recruiters, and you know, mm-hmm. I'll you know tell you firsthand as a recruiter, a zillion people reach out to me about stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, right? So you have multiple masters. So you have yeah. um, your hiring manager, you know, like your day job as a as a as an internal recruiter at a company. It's mm-hmm. Multiple people that you are kind of like, you know, they they have you you report to your real your recruiting manager or your mm-hmm. recruiting director or VP, unless you're an agent unless you're an internal recruiter of one, which is a whole different ball game. Um, then you probably report to an HR VP or some, something. Then you have your hiring managers that you are like constantly in contact with. So you always and if most recruiters have. 15 to 20 open positions. So you have all of this, and then obviously, and then you're, and then you're managing the position. Um, In some cases, in bigger, bigger organizations, you have it's split in half, so you have like a client-facing recruiter, and then you have a candidate-facing recruiter, which is mm-hmm. cool. You have one person just one hundred percent focused on finding a talent, and, mm-hmm. and one other person that's really focused on managing the relationship of the the, the leader. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with all of that said recruiters are sometimes not the people to really try to help you know they can help you but it's really really I think it's really really useful what you said about getting to the hiring manager yeah so my question to you is from an OSINT perspective like how do you find the hiring managers of some of these roles
0: yeah so a couple things is um one when I go if I see a job posting on LinkedIn and we do these live job hunts so it it's exciting because you never know what you're going to find. So someone <laughs> will come on and they're like, I want to work at riot games. And you're like, okay, let's do it. Uh, and you're like, so we'll, we'll go to LinkedIn. We'll take a look at riot games. Uh, we'll click on the jobs tab. It will show all the available jobs at, at riot games. And You start scrolling through and you're like, what about this one? They're like information uh, security analyst, at Riot Games you're like, Cool. And then we start going through and we talk about the make a list of what you want, you know, take a look at the job posting. What here do you actually know how to do all that stuff? And then we go, all right, so here's the fun part. So the fun part is where we go to actual Riot Games and we click on the employees of Riot Games and we do a filter. So you do a filter on Riot Games and there's a tab for information technology and um, I think it's information technology and services. And when you click on that tab, all of a sudden, it now filters out all the employees to only the people that work in IT. Mm-hmm. And you're like, all right, here we go, and you start looking through all the people that are there. And you're like, manager, hmm. <laughs> manager, and we right-click that one and open to new tab. And we keep going through, and we're like, uh, this person does this. You know, right-click, open new tab, and then you go to that person's page. The very things, uh, first things that we look at is the contact info. Uh, Do they have a Twitter account? Do they have something else that we could potentially use for the OSINT gathering? Uh, From there, we take a look at their activity on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is a massive tattletale. Uh, Mm -hmm. LinkedIn lets you know exactly what you mm
1: -hmm. you like, what you clicked, who you commented on, uh, everything.
0: (laughs) Massive tattletale. And that's what we're looking for is First of all, is this person active on LinkedIn? If they are active on LinkedIn, then that means you can use LinkedIn as a way of reach, reaching out to them. Uh, if you don't see any activity at all, then maybe LinkedIn is just not the way to reach this person specifically. But when we look at the activity, that's that tattletale part that leads to stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So when you're looking through uh, the CTO, you know, let's say you find the chief technology officer at Riot Games. And you're like, OK, let's take a look at their activity. And all of a sudden you go through the activity and they they have a a job post that they liked at Riot Games. And then you see the recruiter who posted it at Riot Games. And then you're like, okay, right click, open new tab. And then you go down a little bit further and you see that they liked someone that works in that department at Riot Games. And you're like, oh, who's that? You know, uh, you work in IT at Riot Games. Well, let's take a look. And so by looking at people's activities, and the other thing is when you go to someone's profile on the right-hand side, it says other people who've searched for
2: mm-hmm.
0: like, that's a massive like giveaway of like, Oh, look at oh, there's the ID manager for Riot games. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, just that it, it takes us normally 15 minutes of OSINT or just looking through LinkedIn uh, to find people. If we do find a Twitter account, mm, it's yeah. on then. Uh, <laughs> Cause what we do is uh, you go to Twitter Uh, this person's Twitter account. And the first Mm -hmm. thing you look at is their likes. So you got those four tabs at the top. You got media, you got uh, their tweets, you got likes. I always look at likes because that will let you know if that, that counts active or not. They may not tweet, but people like stuff on Twitter all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So if they, if they haven't liked anything in two years, you're like, all right, this is a dead account. But if they liked something in the last two weeks, you're like, okay, so they're still active on Twitter. So then here's the next part. You go to who they follow and you scroll to the very bottom of the list because uh twitter is a chronological order of how they of who you follow. Okay. And you get to that first 10 to 25 people on their list of who they followed and that was like the reason why they chose to join twitter in the first place. And so you'll mm-hmm. see the people who influence them. And from there you can start like, oh, look at that person works in the same department or you look at this and you find uh, some other company that they worked for in the past. Like there's all kinds of stuff you can follow, find and someone mm-hmm. follows. And yeah. then from there, you start sending the direct messages and things like that. Um, and then, oh, yeah. Jason,
3: so. I, I didn't I did know that notes. Twitter hack. I didn't <laughs> know that Twitter hack.
1: Oh, yeah. Me either. I am <laughs> notes, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be and, back on here.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, so, like, if you want to get really deep into it, you can run targeted Twitter ads. <laughs> targeting the people who work at Riot Games. Yeah. yeah. Like This is some advanced stuff. Uh, But but what's really cool is let's say it's Riot Games and there's the CTO at Riot Games and they have 274 followers. Let's say that Uh, you can run an ad that targets the CTO of Riot Games with an ad that says I'm currently looking for a position at Riot Games. You can tag at Riot Games (laughs) and then you can tag the CTO and you can put a link to your LinkedIn account uh, in your tweet and then you can run an ad for that, that will cost you like two bucks a day, potentially, mm-hmm. but only the people who follow the CTO of Riot Games will see the ad.
1: That's awesome. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's real deep. I'm yeah. gonna be, okay, what time are those classes again?
0: <laughs> it's Tuesday nights <laughs> from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern time, and then Fridays, uh, so tomorrow from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern time, and I committed to do it for two years, so like when my wife and I sat down and we talked about it, I was like, All right, I I think I got to commit to two years of doing this, uh, so that way like I, I'm not you know, the numbers go up, the numbers go down. I just like just keep going. Um, yeah, and, so, awesome. so, and so 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 far,
1: where do they find you? Like what's the?
0: It's a uh, Twitch.tv slash Banjo Crashland. Okay, Twitch. And Banjo Crashland's the name I go by in in Twitter and and you know, Twitch and everything.
1: See? Slash bando
0: banjo, uh, banjo, B-A-N-J-O, uh-huh. crash, C-R-A-S-H-L-A-N-D, L-A-N-D. Okay. Well, and it's a it's an anagram of Jason Blanchard. I'll <laughs> put that
1: in there because I want people to I want people to um to join i will be i did it for them i did it for me mm-hmm. um so Stu says i feel jason and i think alike i listened to his webcast on hacking your dream job and he came yeah. up with a bit more than i did but we do things alike i provided awesome. a 22 point paper for veterans ju- doing job searches and was told it had some points vets had not thought of so i was just happy to help um and jason we shout these out just because we you know we're also on um on itunes and for people who aren't watching Mm -hmm. these these comments and stuff so jermaine says i'm a big fan of linkedin and he also says true so true jason Mm -hmm. um this is phenomenal i'm learning stuff that i hadn't especially when it comes to twitter because i'm always like interested on how to recruit on Mm -hmm. twitter like you know like really come up with coming up with a recruiting strategy for different social media platforms. So, you know, everybody, you know, LinkedIn is tapped out to an extent. And then you go to pieces um, when I'm looking for, <laughs> so I'm thinking about the Osen on the other side. <laughs> like, so not for looking for the jobs, we're looking for the people. Um, oh yeah, this is very very fascinating, and I think I'm I'm literally I now have you. I'm taking copious notes, and I have your times written down. So you're gonna see me in then wave <laughs> my hand like hey. <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. What's pretty really cool is like uh, we have people that keep showing up every single week to the live streams, mm-hmm. and I equate it to uh, going to the gym. Like because if you start job hunting and you start facing rejection and it's it's painful, like there's times job hunting is painful. Um, and so what happens is you kind of need to keep showing up uh, so that yeah. way you, you don't lose the motivation. So my daughter, I'll, I'll tell you in just a second. kid.
1: Um, I know you have, um, you have to run. Hey, yeah. Ben, Ben's here. Another person that's here all the time. So I want to say hi to Ben. Um, I know you have to run. So there was something that you want to talk about in terms of people finding jobs.
0: Yeah. You- so we're up to four people who have found jobs uh, so far. Just we've been doing the live streams. I think it's three months now. And, uh, four people we had the, the fourth person came on Tuesday night. And it was just like, it worked. Uh, and, <laughs> And this is the important part. I okay. don't do anything. All I do is I get on and I talk about these tactics. I show what it looks like. I show what you can do. I show this. I don't build resumes. I don't critique resumes. I don't like, I don't call the people for anyone. I don't do the interviews. I don't do any of that. I just show some techniques and how you can do. And so for those four people who have done it and got over that, you know, the hurdle, it's like, that's awesome. Uh, there's all, there's people right now that are, uh, the interviews haven't worked out great like they had hoped. Um, you know, there's still people in the process. Uh, so just a reminder, I don't do anything. I just show people what's possible, and then it's completely up to them to do those things. And it's been really cool to watch. Um, the I, I remember the very first job that someone got was you know after like a month, and I was like,
2: I think it's working.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. We just installed, uh, and it's not installed, but we have this bell that we just found in our house that I got from Korea like 20 years ago. And uh, so, when someone gets a job, now we're like,
1: <laughs> very cool.
0: So we're trying to ring as many bells as possible.
2: So, Jason,
3: if you had to summarize all all of the things that you you would advise people for looking for a job, especially during a, a pandemic like we are right now, what one mm. piece of advice would you give them?
0: A hunt. Yes. Like the, the mindset of a hunter is different than a person who scatters seeds and hopes for something to grow. Like uh, a hunter like has the right gear. They think methodically about what they're going to do. They go out and then they track and they figure out the thing that they want to hunt and they hunt it and they bring it back home. Like that's the mentality that we're looking for is job hunters, not job seekers. And there's a, I, I looked up the definition of hunt and seek, and it's the exact same definition, except for one word, a hunter diligently seeks something or someone. And that's the the one thing I want people to take away is that be a job hunter, not a job seeker, be someone that says, this is what I want. And this is what I'm going to do to get it. And I'm going to hunt it until I get it. And then I'm going to bring it back home. And the whole family is going to eat it. <laughs> That's an amazing quote. Yeah.
2: Such a amazing
1: <laughs> quote. Yeah. So good. So, um, Jason, I know you have to run, right?
0: I do. I got a live stream uh, for Black Hills Information Security starting yes. up in just a few minutes.
1: We have to get back to our day jobs, folks. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for finally coming on. Yeah, you will so see me on. Twitch for sure. Folks, mm-hmm. twitch.tv forward slash banjo crash land. I put it in Twitter. I put it in uh, LinkedIn and I put it in YouTube. Jason, thank you so so much. Chris, thank yeah. you so much for hooking us up. And um, you got to come back when the next person, we want to hear what these people are, I want to hear about these jobs. This is Absolutely. Like super exciting. Yep.
2: All right. Talk
1: to <laughs> so right. you soon. Awesome. Right, thank thanks you so everyone. much. Thanks everyone for the comments. Thank
2: you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.